be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.
is ransomed Jacob and has redeemed him from hands too strong for him. They shall come and sing aloud on the height of Zion, and they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain, the wine, and the oil, and over the young of the flock and the herd. Their life shall become like a watered garden, and they shall never languish again. Then shall the young women rejoice at the dance, and the young men and the old shall be married. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will comfort them and give them gladness for sorrow. I will give the priests their fill of fatness, and my people shall be satisfied with my bounty, says the Lord. The word of the Lord.
the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and we have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there, ahead of them, went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The Gospel of the Lord. And they were astrologers. And 
And they went out into the night by faith, answering what they understood to be some sort of a call. So in this season of Epiphany, what would be a sign for you? What would capture your imagination to the point that you would be willing, even eager, to go by faith to seek God in a new way? How far would you travel? How willing would you be to encounter strangers, foreigners, people who think differently and see things differently? Now, for some of us, it may be literal travel, but for others of us, we know that we can travel vast distances to see new things through books and conversations and films and poetry and scripture. So many places and ways to journey closer to God. What would be a sign for you? How will you seek God in a new way by faith? Perhaps traveling afar in this new season. We also learn from Matthew in this story that these travelers are not people who worshipped the God of Abraham. They are not Jews. In fact, they are called magi, magicians, astrologers. Wise not in the ways of God, but in the ways of other magical things. And yet, and yet, they are called by God. Following an unusual star, using the skills and tools they have, they arrive to the place where the child is, and we are told they were filled with joy. For a Savior is born for all. This is good news. God is bringing salvation to the world and drawing all all people, all things, into Christ. These non-Jews, these foreigners, those poor shepherds, astrologers, magi, everyone, even us. Who, if we're honest, are often more enamored with our own versions of magic than with God, with our smartphones, our ability to travel vast distances in metal tubes that hurtle through the air, our ability to know instantly news from anywhere in the world. Wow. In the whole course of human history, we are the most powerful magicians of all. So what does it take for God to transform we, magicians, to call us to seek with faith and joy the one who has come to reconcile us to God, the creator and redeemer of all. And the corollary question is, what is the invitation to us to use the technology, our version of magic, in service of this seeking? in service of our ministry? I think those are real questions and real work for us in this new year. And finally, Matthew tells us why they went. Why the wise men set out following that star seeking the king. And surprise, it was not primarily to bring those famous gifts. It wasn't even to satisfy their curiosity about the unusual star. No. They said, we have come to pay him homage. To pay him homage. I don't know about you, but I can't think of another place in my life or in my pretty extensive reading life where this word homage is ever used, other than in this passage. And Matthew uses it three times. That's always a hint, right? In a short passage, 
I left home, traveled far, to come to pay homage to the child who has been born king of the Jews. The word homage is a translation from a Greek word which refers specifically to people prostrating themselves at the feet of a king, lying face down, completely vulnerable. More than worship, it is a complete submission and giving over of oneself. I think this word, this idea, that image, is the key to understanding the power of this story. These people who were not followers of the God we know, who came from really far away, they believed in other things, magical ways of thinking, but when they learned the news of this baby, they came, and they gave their whole selves their whole hearts to him. That is the miracle of Christmas. That God, the one who loves you and me and each and every person he has made, draws us to himself in this Christ, in this Christ child. In Paul's letter to the Ephesians this morning, he reminds us that the plan to bring us all together, to adopt us into Christ, was in God's mind before the beginning of anything. It's been the plan all along. So God draws everything, everyone, to himself through Christ. And we who know the rest of the story know that Christ gives himself fully us. So can we do less than giving ourselves completely to him? May we come to this place, come to this table, each day, each week, and pay him homage, laying down our very selves, our very hearts, in love as those truly wise men have shown us.
sisters and brothers, rejoicing in the love of God that has taken flesh among us in Christ Jesus, let us confidently bring to the Lord the prayers of our hearts this Christmas time, saying, Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who gather in these holy days, that they may be blessed with the miraculous presence of the living Lord, their hearts quickened and souls renewed. Let us pray, Lord, hear our prayer. For the church, that we may always bear the good news of God's living presence in our world, witnessing to the true Christmas faith and living out that faith and love. Let us pray, Lord, hear our for those lost in the darkness of prejudice, hostility, and fear. For those burdened by the yoke of injustice, terrorism, hunger, and war. And for all our brothers and sisters in any need, that the light and life that is the Lord might touch their hearts this day. Let us pray. Lord, For the homeless, those displaced by war and violence, and for children born in the midst of poverty and pain. That there is room at the end for all God's people. Let us pray. Lord, For the sick and the dying, especially Betsy, Bill, Lydia, Shannon, Lucy, Ryan, and Kim, Ellen, John, Linda, Alan, Kent, Nigel, Christine, Bert, Matt, Charlie, Scott, Donna, Rob, Mark, Michael, Joe, Stuart, Daniela, Anne, Susie and Ellie, Sandra, the Rosio family, Alice, Jane, and Vaughn, Jean, Colby, John, Matthew, Aurelie, Barbara, Jack, E, Kirsty, Edith, and all those who are suffering in the wildfires of Australia. Are there others? For all who we hold dear in our hearts, that the God whose love extends from the wood of the manger to the wood of the cross might bless them this day with the gift of peace. Let us pray. For those who have died in the hope of the resurrection, and all those whose faith is known to you alone, may they rest in your eternal peace. Let us pray to the Lord. Rejoicing with angels and archangels and with God's people everywhere, we offer thanksgiving for all the blessings of our lives. We give thanks for all those who have worked through this Christmas time to bring us the celebrations of Christ's birth in music, flowers, services, and feasting. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. All loving and gracious God, we thank you for giving us the gift of your Son. Confidence of your continuing love for us, we have placed our hands before you. Hear us and enter our prayers, as may be your will, through that same Jesus Christ, born at Christmas into our hearts. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
Because of how hard 
the gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on Him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving, knowing that all are welcome at God's name.